Hi there. You're listening to the Waves on the Shore podcast with Evan and Jaren. Here, we're not biased. We just don't like bad music. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the newest episode of Waves on the Shore. I'm introing the episode for once so that Evan doesn't cry. I do cry when Jaren intros the podcast. <laughs> Every time, I'm just like, that is my purpose gone. I have nothing else to bring. I will now cry. So that, that, I appreciate that. I appreciate you looking out for my mental health like that. It, what episode is this? 39, I think? Is it? Maybe? Are we almost at 40? Look at us go. We are. And if you include uh, the uh, all of our movie episodes, Movies Not Music, that's uh, we've done well over 40. Well, we're pushing 60 at that point. Um, you know what I was thinking today, Jaren? Hmm. And this is also something I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna force you to do something. My camera's about. not focused. So, on, sorry. Um, I, oh gosh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> so I was just like looking back and thinking uh-huh. of like calendars, how long stuff has been because uh, John Mayer just mm-hmm. in, I don't know if you saw this. He just announced a solo tour, just him, no accompanying yeah. band. Just, Just an acoustic, him. an electric, oh and a Oh my piano. gosh, I cannot friggin' wait. And he's coming to Toronto. You know, you know I'm trying to get those tickets. Now, I'll finish my point in a second, but this is where what I if we went together? into, I was going to say, this is where you get your passport sorted out. Okay. Please stop waiting. <laughs> Buy tickets with me and come to Toronto and watch John Mayer solo with me. Lizzie McAlpine's opening for John Mayer. Did you not Wait, see that what? part? That's no, what I'm saying. I didn't. Lizzie McAlpine is opening, and then John Mayer comes on and does a solo show. <sighs> you got to Get your passport sorted out. Get when is up the here. When is the show? March 20th. You have a little but, under two months. You're pressed for time. It's that soon? If you if you just start okay, fine. the I'll process, fit, f- it's not going <laughs> to do itself, and then we find I'll out. Fit. Maybe you get up here. I'll, I'll figure out how to, I'll figure out, how, I'll just try to get, yeah, I'll look into it soon. Passport, I'll look into it, I promise. Passport discussion aside, although everybody, uh, until Jaring starts doing Jaren. his passport, I think we should just like, you know, blacklist him from everything, stop liking his posts, stop replying to <laughs> till he gets to sort Wow. Out. Lizzie McAlpine and John Mayer, that's all I'm saying. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because... Then I got thinking, dang, I've been like listening to John Mayer for about two years now because it was at the start of 2021 when I first started really listening to John Mayer. And then I started it was thinking. the beginning of the podcast, really. That's honestly. what I was thinking. I was like, dang, wait, podcast's almost two years old. And now I'm curious, right? When was the if first episode of the podcast? It was in April, I'm pretty sure. It was in April? I think so. And uh, I do know that, I mean,. Well, was it in April or May? It's it's around then. Um, and I do know we had like our first three episodes, and they came out pretty inconsistently. And oh, then brutally. the fourth, the fourth episode, I believe, released in August, and that was like when we actually started. May sixth, twenty twenty one. So it was May. Yeah, I said, it. yeah, um, yeah. And then I think our second episode came out in June. And I think the third one came out in July. Like. Each a month apart, and then finally, okay, so with here the we fourth go. one, 
is when the consistency comes. For, okay, so first podcast is titled Overshore Podcast. I uh, know. It didn't have a name. And then <laughs> yeah. that's May 6th. May 31st was episode two, now titled Waves on the Shore. I, so that's when At we that point, name. yeah. Then the third episode was June 24th. This is where the, the, the timing gets a bit shoddy. Yeah, we, yeah, we go from yeah. June twenty fourth to August twenty first. <laughs> yeah, then almost two months. September nineteenth, October eighteenth. But from October eighteenth of twenty twenty one, with like every now and then it's like delayed or we I think at that blah, 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 blah. for the since October twenty or it's October eighteenth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, we have been doing this podcast every other week, and now with the movies thing, every week. Well, ever since we started doing movies, which was in, like... When was that? June? Was first May? I think it was... I'm pretty sure I was still in school. Um, movie Casino segment, Royale might have been in, like... June 18th. Warrior. <laughs> yeah, well, we... Te- and we technically... There's technically... One of our our first movie oh. segment ever is actually in an in episode. A podcast. Is in an episode of Waves on the Shore. And it is titled 007, I believe. And it's Oh like my gosh. T- March 12th, 2022. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. That's almost a year ago we've been doing movies yeah. on these. Man. Yeah. We're the best well, it was podcast because... in the world, man. We we're the oldest podcast in the world. It's crazy. It took us a while to actually finish watching the James Bond movies because what happened was we did that. Oh, actually, wait. I think the first movie I had you watch was was The Holiday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? What's that one? What's that one? I, that was before Casino Royale. I don't... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <coughs> I'm not sure what that was. Um, but at that point, we Here had... Here it is. Here I think, it is. It was a Muscadine Bloodline episode, mm. uh, as well as the Return of John Party, European instrumental music, and rom-coms. So yeah. February 12th, 2022. We are almost at the one-year yeah. mark of the movie segment. Yeah, the and the movie segment, and I think rightfully so, we decided to make it its own thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, who, yeah. know, who, know, who knows what all that stuff will look like in the future. But I, I, I want to... I think it's a lot of fun, even if... It definitely... It def- it's no secret that I mean even some viewers could probably guess it doesn't it people watch it for sure but it does bring in less views than we have a uh, music podcast but like, yeah and we're a music we're a music podcast and more specifically mainly country music podcast but but we do dive into some like new yeah, drill for sure. now and then and I think I some think that was Columbia a good idea music to me <laughs> the, the dubstep <laughs> reggae come on man <laughs> that's a bad joke uh but uh yeah in this episode an episode i'm gonna actually check but i'm pretty sure we're on episode 39 i just um, swiped it out are you kidding me you it's okay i'll check you um, melon you melon head i'm gonna beat you to um, it i'm gonna beat you to it no it's 39 uh yeah so in this episode, we're going to do Hardy, new album, Mark and Burn the Crow. I have yet to receive my vinyl from from Zach, but L-Zach. I'm excited for that. Um, now, it's more like L shipping, not L Zach. I, I think he's shipped it Big to my loud house. Big emphasis on the L in loud. 
<laughs> big loud, uh, not big fast. And then we're going to Luke Combs announced some stuff. We might even do that first just to get it out of the way. Um, what are we listening to? Is there any, what, is there another thing that I'm forgetting? Who the frick? Like, well, yeah, who the frick, but I was thinking, no, like, it was cause news it, or... the Hardy, the Hardy's pretty big. We're, we're going to okay. sit on Hardy for a minute, but we can open up with Luke Combs who just announced yeah, that. his, uh, well, I mean, he announced he had an album coming out March 18th and to no one's surprise, it is titled getting old and it has the other half of his face. Yeah, I'd marketing I knew- aside, I'm very excited for the album. I'm I want to preface that, but before we get into how excited I am for the album, let's rip on the marketing a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so actually, I messaged my buddy Jared really enjoys Luke Combs, and I actually, I I would we we had this conversation a couple different times when the Luke Combs album came out, and like over this a few months later over the summer, we had talked about the Brett Eldridge album. Mm-hmm. and how good that was and then we started talking about Luke Combs for some reason and I am of the belief that I think uh, Songs About You by Brett Eldridge is a better album than Growing Up maybe not by much but I think it's better I don't know if I oh that's a tough one I don't know I don't know if I and I and, and, and Jared took the other position I just think that the thing about Growing Up is that I thought like it's not like horrible or anything. I just thought that a lot, like there's a few it's songs. It's so par. It's just so par. Yeah. So and to par. me, to me, songs about you stood out a little bit more. It was just a little bit more spicy. I think I vibed with it a little bit more. It it definitely wasn't as good as Sunday Drive. But we're not here to talk about Brett Eldridge. But I just Wrong. wanted all that to say is that because of his last album, um, because of getting old, uh, I'm not super thrilled about this next one so growing or, up was like i don't want to say it was like he was on the green in two and putted it in every time like he's sure. not pulling some crazy hole in one he's not chipping out of the sand or anything it was very just like yeah good job or it's like you know not that jared would know this because canadians understand golf games, but man i'll whoop you i'm like tiger woods the second coming but minus the beating up your white part ignoring that part um, <laughs> Do we have to cut that? <laughs> no, no, we're leaving that in. <laughs> All right, well, I, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Anyway, um, it wasn't me. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. Um, I don't know if you're going to get this reference, but like in NHL, when you're playing the game, uh, there's like the sweat goal. When you get a two-on-one, you always just saucer pass it across, and then it's easy pickings. That's kind of what growing up was to me. It was sure. like, I you can't argue it. A goal's a goal, right? A great song's a great song, great mm-hmm. album's a great album, but it was just so, like, what I expected and nothing less, nothing more. And sure. I don't entirely know if getting old is going to be any different. Yeah, well, that's I what I was... I'm in, tr- I'm in... I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'm, I am intrigued to see what my ears are graced with, you know? Like, I don't know. And, and, and I, we were supposed... Uh, you segued earlier and we were supposed to flame the album art and that's what I was getting to. So me and Jared, <laughs> I, I gave some more backstory and then I forgot to actually lead into what I was going to say. So me and Jared today were messaging each other when, cause today was when he like officially announced the album and released the, the cover art and Jared DM'd me cause I posted it on my story and he goes, this man would have the most heat, uh, uh, album covers if he just didn't slap his face on it and i was like honestly 
Probably, yeah. But the thing is, I don't necessarily disagree. The cottage yeah. look. His, At least well, the last two, no the cottage, bar, like, the bar, and like the cottage homestead thing. Like so without his, sick. without his face on it, would look so good. <laughs> it's just a and, weird choice. It's and it's like it's like a nothing face. It's like, yeah, this one's a little like, angry. It's not happy. In like growing up, he's got a bit of a smirk, and in this one, he means business. He's like, oh, I'm old. Yeah. It's old know. hours. I love the art on it. I just, I mean, it's the Bro, same I'm problem. I'm going through it right now. It's the same problem. Why? Why is your face on there? It's a beautiful face, but like not on that cover. Like not, not on top <sighs> of the a, artwork. Is it a beautiful face? And I'm not trying to. I, I'm. I love Luke, but like. We all. I mean, we all love Luke. Man, man's beard is always kind of, like out of out of the, <laughs> out of control, out of whack. You've had your let's days. Be, let's be real. You've been there. I've well, that's true. Beard out of whack. But like, it's like I feel like J- Luke could do something about it, but he doesn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no <laughs> like, like, like someone, someone stop him. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop that man. No. But I mean, 18 songs. It's big. I, I can only hope that within like, of the 18 songs, there's got to be a big swing. Like, no way on an album that long. He's just mm-hmm. gonna play it safe straight through, cause that would be a that listen would drag. I want my like, like my angels working overtime or something like that. I mm. want that one that just kind of gets me up or down. It can be a sad song, just one that switches the vibe like that, catches me off guard, like um, a great divide, or I don't know. I just want something that makes me like look at my phone and be like, shoot, what song is this? What's this one? And with 18 songs, surely he's going to land that. <coughs> That's a lot of songs. Though. That's his longest album yet. I believe. Did he say 18 already? Yeah, 18 songs. It's in his bio. <sighs> New album, 18 songs, March 20th. I, I know I, I've, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse, but like maybe just release a 10-song album and make it be good. Because if you release an 18-song album, I know for a fact that there are going to be some songs on there. Unless, uh, unless you absolutely surprise me and every single one is a banger, which is not going to happen. And if it does, then then I guess I was just very wrong. But <laughs> And you'll hold that up. Yeah, yeah. And you guys can hold that above me. But I'm pretty sure that this... Like, why... I did, it's probably just getting streams up and stuff, I guess. But, like... Why? Why are we doing 18 songs? Competing albums? with Morgan because Morgan's gonna have his album coming out. That's fair. I need a date on that, man. I'm done. What if Morgan just came out, around. just came out with like a nine-song album? He's not gonna do that. No way. I'd no way. It's less it, than though. ten. Yeah, I would be too. But there's it. no way it's less than ten. He's already released three. If it was nine songs, I'm saying. He, I'm saying. If 16, it was nine songs, if it was nine songs, that that means we would have heard a third of the album already. I'm saying 16. You know? That's my guess. Yeah, it's probably around like 15, 16, somewhere around there. My new triple album will be coming out on. What? <laughs> That's is just... no quadruple. The Eric Church did the triple album. True, quadruple, right. quadruple. Mega Maroney's. I'm releasing four. Album. I'm I'm releasing 48 songs. Tw- four 12-track albums. <laughs> I am literally releasing every song that's ever been released on an I am album. releasing your mom right now. Ooh, wow, that was a good one, Jaren. 
You know what else was good? Damn. <laughs> you know what else was good? The Hardy album. The Hardy album, yeah. Hey, We're like did, okay, so last uh, the last episode, you tried to segue me in, and I knew what you wanted me to say, and I like just didn't. I just said this something. Time, compl- <laughs> this time you played along with it. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hardy, Mockingbird, and the Crow. After all the waiting, it's finally out. My review better be up by the time this podcast is up. It is taking me ages to edit. I was crying to Jaren before we started recording about all the mess ups and goofs I've done while editing that have wasted a lot of time and sapped uh-huh. a lot of motivation out of me. But my review should be up by now. Um, yeah, Evan's pretty lame. I am. I really am. But uh, Hardy's new album, 17 Songs, Mockingbird and the Crow. I'm going to let you take the reins on this because I feel like this is more your thing maybe yeah um it's in the rock wheelhouse so for sure i don't really even know where to start but i guess i'll just start on the first half of the album so we'll do that sense (laughs) Uh uh-huh well i I just have so many thoughts i feel like um i do too i feel like there's a lot of things i didn't (sighs) add into my review that i was like oh i should have said that i should have said that but i'm like if i added those yeah. things your review is going to be like 25 minutes i had to condense it into like 15 sure. and because mm-hmm. all the like songs are so different to go into any depth whatsoever you have to go down every avenue which takes so much time there's no, you can't make really generalized praises or disses on any bit of it so uh-huh well, I'll, I'll add my extra thoughts here okay so i guess first off I like that it's kind of, it's kind of like two eight-track albums with, bridge. with like a, one really good, maybe one of the best tracks in the middle as a bridge. And the one thing, the, the first, the, her, the first half specifically has kind of surprised me a little bit because for one, my favorite track. Do beso- we have the same I, one? Uh, maybe i don't know it's well i love waiting the truck but we've had that one since like september mm-hmm. and maybe it's i don't know I, i'll have to sit with the album like maybe in a few months i'll be able to be able to definitively say what my favorite track on the country half of this is but as of right now it's happy yeah yeah and happy. and i don't even think it's close <clears throat> like Except for maybe wait in the truck because the the writing and you know the, the, the mood setting, that. the mood setting and stuff and wait in the truck is amazing. But like some people, people seem to be really drawn to like screen. I like screen a lot. I I think screen like a screen's not bad. I'm not saying that, but I think screen might be my least favorite one on the first half. Really. Yeah, I think drink I, one for me is my least favorite on the first half. It's it's either that or drink one for me. I think. Um, but I, I I also like the perspective that drink one for me. It it takes the mm-hmm. give heaven some hell and it's like the opposite side, and, yeah. and give heaven some hell. We're from the perspective of we are the friends that lost the one friend, and now we are the friend that died, and we're like drink There's one for me of- because. I'm in heaven and there's no beer up here. There's a lot of flips <laughs> like that. Even like yeah. uh, beer and Jack. I love that. I described it as two sides of the same coin. I loved that idea. When I heard beer for the first time, I was like, that is sick. 
because I know what Jack is. So, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of different like hints and um, Easter eggs towards different previous songs, other songs on this album, like lyrics on um, Happy. So I think Happy, Beer, and Jack are all kind of connected because there's different lyrics. Like when he mentioned Happy is so freaking good. It's I just so like good. I, it's that, I, that's when I didn't. So I think I, I didn't even said. I think I mentioned in my review as Happy being my favorite, but I don't think I went in as deep of depth as I should have. I just kind of described what it's about. But there's mm-hmm. so many good lines on that song. Like when he says, no, if you don't like you, you probably don't like Happy either. Yes, that, that line. That whole so clever. Yeah, it's so good. And God, it's it it actually kind of makes me want to cry sometimes because it's legit like the my only gripe with it, I guess, is in a way I feel like he's more describing the state of being content and like unconditional love than he is about maybe happiness but you can't like it's hap for the sake of the song it's happy Mm -hmm. and and i just think it's i just wasn't expecting that kind of song yeah about like depression and happiness and love and hate and like it just i feel like it i feel like this album says in some songs it doesn't say anything they're just fun stupid songs but then in other songs it's, it it's like saying it so it's saying they're saying a lot especially like mockingbird and the crow wait in the truck happy um i think jack actually kind of says a lot just about alcoholism and stuff like that and oh yeah um, probably um radio song obviously is amazing no, but no radio song says nothing that is my least favorite song on the album. Are you by joking? A, by a long are, shot. Are you joking? I'm not kidding. That is no, okay, my least, so, no, that okay. might be my least favorite Hardy song. All right, let's put that. Right let's put that away. Put that we'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, uh, yeah, I'll get to it because I have, I love that song and also don't love it at the same time, and I, we'll get into it. But uh, I really want to c- quickly talk about Red with Morgan Wallen. Um, I think it's a fun song. I. I understand why Morgan Wallen's on it because it's a fun thing that gets the white girls dancing, um, and I like the f- simple lyrics. It, but the thing is, it's like, isn't this just kind of red letters, rednecks, red dirt? Like, is it not? I did not even think of that. Like it, it, is. it, it is. Like it's it the is. same song. <laughs> like it's. I didn't even think of that. And and the thing is, I like red next red letters red I dirt. I do too. It's one of my favorites in Dangerous. Yeah, and I like red, but I I'm sitting and it, they sound different, but like lyrically, they are the same. <laughs> like, I never do that connection. And, That's and so funny. the th- and it's like blatant. It's like yeah, red. <laughs> I'm thinking of it. It literally is. Yeah, it's. I thought that was hilarious, and I haven't seen really anybody talk about that. <laughs> Um, this is what I mean, bro. So many things I forgot. Fir- I almost want to re-record my review. Yeah, the first time I heard Red, I was like, this is just Red Decks, Red Letters, Red Dirt. Like, why is Morgan Wallen on another song about Red Letters, bro Red Necks, red. and Red bro Dirt? Like, red. This song, is, this song Red is literally about Red Necks, Red Letters, and Red Dirt. And that is the title of the song on his album. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off that. But... I just thought that was funny. It's a good song. It's whatever. It's a it's a it's a Morgan Wallen feature that they can perform live, and all the white girls will be happy. And uh, obviously, "Wait in the Truck" is amazing. "Drink One for Me" is fun, and I like the little twist, but it's not like it's not bad. No, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't. 
to me, there isn't a bad song on the album. It's not a perfect there album. There is not either. a bad... For me, there's not a bad... There's not even an okay song on the first half of the album. Like, mm-hmm. from Beer to... Well, here, here... So here's... Spoiler alert. Here's what I said. I say the first 13 songs, Beer to 3006, that is an album of the year contender. Slap on the last four songs, it ain't no album of the year contender anymore. Uh... I okay. adore pretty I, much I, I, everything about the first 13. The last four, I could so happily do without. I see what you're saying, and I kind of agree with you. Kind of don't. But I I'll mean, get to that. If because you cut on, the last four, then you know, the whole split in half doesn't work. But I'm just saying, like, quality-wise, the first 13, incredible. Last four, not my thing. Sure. Um, And I will, I will say I would probably rather switch out truck bed for I in the country no more. Um, if we were going to say like, I just don't truck, truck bed is growing on me a lot. Actually, I don't hate truck bed. I will listen to it and I enjoy it, but I, I like I in the country no more. And it's kind of because instrumentally, I don't like that truck bed has like a freak snare beat. And then it actually goes like full on rock and it's only yeah, like that the last 20 seconds. Weird, it's, but... I don't, it's just, I wish the whole song was rock, but whatever and so here i'll keep going iron country i really enjoy um i like the whole hook with it there's no iron country but there's a y o u that's cool standard clever um i'm gonna be honest i've listened to screen many times trying to figure out why people like it and i think okay i'm gonna listen to the lyrics it's the sentiment it's the sentiment that gets people i I think maybe that's what it is and but every time i listen to it I, i don't remember what it's about and it frustrates me what i don't like I have listened to this album many times, and every time I listen to Scream... How do you not know what it's about? I think I just zone out every time it turn, it comes on. Like, I've listened just to it. Just logging off. Just live life without a screen. Oh. Well, oh thank you. Oh, my gosh. I, I co-host it's a not, podcast with an idiot. No, it's not, no, it's not that I was listening to it and I didn't understand it. Like, that's not what was happening. It's like... It's like I just don't, it's like I just don't absorb any of the information that's like, like, if that makes sense. Like, every time I'm in the car, (laughs) it's like, it's like I hear, what what plays before it? Iron Country. It's like I hear Iron Country, I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's that's some kind of smart, just cool little cheeky writing. And of course I listen to Happy, but it's like, I don't know, it's like, in in between, that transition, I just, like, I miss it. I, uh, maybe I just need to, like, strap myself down and listen to Screen, like, a hundred times. I think you do. But Happy's better, so I don't care. Um, I've already talked about Happy. I'm just going down the list right now. Um, Happy is, it just is so good. I don't even, and I love, I love the chorus. Like, the, just the like the hey my old friend oh my gosh i just love it time gone where has the time gone (laughs) i'll finish your sentences no i mean that's fine it's it's just really good here lies country music um it's decent it's just i like it a lot it's going on me um i i'm just kind of at the same spot where i was when it first came out it was honestly probably my least favorite of like the pre-releases not to say that it was bad it just was my least favorite um, and then obvi- the Mockingbird and the Crow is probably a top three on the album. It's mm-hmm. probably like Happy Mockingbird and the Crow and Wayne the Truck. Maybe Jack is up there for me personally. 
Okay, and now we get into the rock side, and I have mixed feelings about the rock side. Me too. I, <laughs> sonically, I enjoy most of it. Um, truck bed kind of throws me off a little bit. And well, I let's guess... go track by track. Sold out. Okay. So, sold, sold out. out. Everybody knows I like sold out. Um, it's amazing. I it's just really, on. really like it. It's yeah. so freaking good. Jack is also really good. All the rock pre-releases, actually. Yeah. So, Jack, truck bed, and sold out were all solid. Um, Jack is one of the best songs on the album. It is. I have been, I've listened to Jack many, 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 many times. Um, and I, I like truck bed, but I don't like it sonically always, but I can listen to it. Like I enjoy it. Um, 3006. Oh, sorry. I like, you weren't done. I, well, no, it's fine. I, I like 3006. Um, I very much enjoy it. I like I Ain't in the Country No More. I don't really have anything special to say about either of those, except that they're just really good 30, rock Yeah, 3006 is one of my songs. favorite rock songs. I think on the rock album, I think 3006 is only below Jack for me. Okay. Um, I Ain't in the Country No More, so I I like the, the first half. I like when we get the chorus and the verses. My problem is when it switches to just like, mosh pit chords and it's just hardy <laughs> screaming go and i cannot i say this in my review i cannot get the all i can imagine all i can picture when he goes go and then all these chords start going it's just those weird cyberpunk metal heads doing their mosh pit thing where they're just like throwing fists <laughs> cyberpunk i like i like whatever that you, you, whatever you describe you them call as those, like, cyberpunk futuristic like steam whatever you call it sure those okay. weird people <laughs> Like, no okay i'm sorry if you're putting if you're like dressing up like avatar and then putting some like thor fist on you or not thor some like thanos like fist thing and you're just like swinging for the what are you even talking about at this point what are you we we talked about it last podcast i know but who looked like an avatar person with a thanos gauntlet like who who let it be that's all I can picture is those weird people okay, okay, moshing okay. in their Evan's, weird Evan's way. like, you people listening to your music. You're That's, what I'm disgu- That's what I'm saying. That's exactly it because it's weird. Okay. <laughs> like, Evan, Evan's uh, getting, Evan's like getting, Evan's going to start segregating the music listeners. Yes. Oh, you know what was really funny? <laughs> I'm going to wrap what? my grandma out. This was so funny. Is when your we grandma around, a hearty listener? <laughs> this is, that has nothing to do with music. It has everything okay. to do with segregation. Which sounds crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. So, they, uh, when I went to Florida to visit my grandparents, this is after I had gone to Nashville. And um, uh, I can't remember exactly the context that built up to this, but we were talking about the different parts of, like, Canada and stuff, probably because I was in the States and someone on the plane asked me if we used euros, and I was like, no, ma'am, we have our euros yep i was like no we have our own currency and we have a government system like they're called the euros because they're european exactly (laughs) did you tell her that is that what you said no i just said no we have canadian money but um anyways so somewhere along the line um we're talking and she's i forget how we get there but she says like she distinguishes between like canadians and quebecers and she's like I mean, I guess Quebecers are Canadian. We don't separate them. But then she's like, no, we do. They're different. <laughs> oh, my just, goodness. That's not wow. like that's not verbatim what she said. But effectively, what my grandma said is like, 
the Quebecers are different, man. We don't we don't associate with that. I, <laughs> They're not I Canadian. So hard, and oh, I that's will. Funny. I I still like it. That bro, those Quebec people are weird. I also told Bo uh, Bo Armstrong about that before he went to Montreal. I was just like, hey man, watch out for those French people. They're different. Uh, any viewers from Quebec, what's good? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's good? But, uh, the one the oh, one was, the one guy from Quebec the, is just I, like damn. I wish I could remember the conversation my grandma word for word because it was so funny in the moment. But anyways, I had to I had to point that out. No, that's fine. Where were we at? Radio song is where we're at. Um. Yeah. So the first time I heard radio song, I like freaking I was driving last Friday. Uh, so the day this album came out and. I was going to my friend's house and a radio song came on and I just died laughing. I thought it was hilarious. It like, like it, it caught me off guard so much. And I was like, bro, this is amazing. Like I, I was, can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And sure, I'll hear the song is funny, but no, like I, so I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Okay. Okay. So, and having since listened to it multiple times, this is kind of my perspective on it. I like what it's doing, and I kind of like that it's just kind of a stupid song, and I love it for that, but it's not a song that, like, I think is, like, good, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, like, it's this horrible meshing of these two different, like, uh, like this lighthearted, stereotypical like poking fun at country music and then he just goes oh, <laughs> like just screaming the f word and i i love it because of that but i also don't want to listen to it all the time because of that like if that makes sense <clears throat> should i voice where i'm at then sure so for me i strongly dislike this song <laughs> i it's the screaming get... it's the screaming not only I get what he's trying to say, but could you have made this point in a in a dumber way? This because was the, the thing is you're dissing radio for being like nothing bland, right? He's dissing country radio for just being like standard blah, blah blah blah. So what does he do as his big like? I'll show you what music is. He just starts swearing for the sake of swearing in a <laughs> screaming voice with heavy chords that sound like nothing. And then we don't stay there. He doesn't show us what a good song is. He just goes back and forth and back and forth. But neither the country or the rock parts are good. So you just have, you're going between bad, 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 bad. I, I, and I think. Don't, I get the point, but I don't think it's funny. I just think it's a bad, like. Hmm. I like I that it's bad. I come across a hearty hater because I. That that's one point I tried to hammer home in my so, review because I kind of I rambled about some of the some of my problems. Mm-hmm. I love Hardy, I love this album, but oh my gosh, does that song ever suck? I'm sorry. And that's that's really interesting because I'm I would say I'm probably kind of in the middle with it. Like it's I enjoy I think it's funny. When and do you I, want, the thing it can't be funny, but like who when do you want to listen to that? What um, scenario are you a lot of people do because so my buddy Dathan, who is very much a metal person, he this is one of those people that like Hardy has talked about it. Like Hardy's kind of kind of going to become this gateway for like these these fans of the genre to meet each other. Best believe and, I ain't I ain't on the floor for a Hardy so, concert though. <laughs> I'm staying in my seat. And because my one of my best friends, Dathan, 
who the who I was going to see went right right before the song played. The song so the song played and then I saw him so we talked about it. He's big metalhead, like really big. And he loves screaming. And so this song is legit his favorite song on the album. Like he listened to the album. And he was like I love that song, bro. He likes he likes he likes sold out. Yeah, he likes sold out and he likes he just likes the he likes the guitar and the screaming and the it's I I think yeah. And it's for him different... for him he's not in the country world so he's not for him I don't think he's as much diving into the lyrics. I think he just sees it as like a defiant like funny song I get and that. he really enjoys I mean, it for that. Look, I said the... this in my review too. If this is your thing cool, but it's not mine, so I'm I'm not going to act like it is. It, yeah, and that's fair. Metal is not my thing. It's, <laughs> that's a different crowd. This you ain't no radio my... song. I won't. <laughs> Every single day of the week be going. If I'm leaving country, you can bet it is not to go to like harder like metal music. I will go back to my like little folk music, okay? <laughs> I'm just not like oh. the, the next song we have to talk about, Kill Shit Till I Die. <laughs> is probably the second worst song on the album for me i'm not going to disagree with you um but i have fun it's another song okay here here why don't i take this opportunity to to say i do think if we if the last three songs on the album didn't exist it's like it's like (laughs) it's like all right fair okay but you I, i think evan you need to understand i don't think you've ventured into the world of metal like i have because i have friends that listen to it i don't want to no, no, I, I'm I have, not saying you should. Well, I'm not well, saying you should. Thing. I so here's the thing. I have a friend who is big, big into heavy metal, scream rock, and the amount of times my buddy has tried to like send me songs, like try this one. He's like, I think this one's a little more accessible. I'm just like, man, Zach, his yeah. name's also Zach. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like Zach. I still just this is this is buns. Want to stop this listening. Is, <laughs> this is not good. Yeah, so, I, like. It's not that I. It's not that I've never heard a metal song or whatever. It's just not my thing. Sure. I cannot stand it. I can't stand it. I, I guess I wasn't trying to say that you haven't listened to it. I think I, there's a chance that maybe I've heard a little bit more of it, just because you probably have. You I have a few. Have. I have like two or three friends that. So I'm around it every now. Like when I'm oh, in yeah, the car, you I might have heard more. Yeah, and and I, like you, I'm not super into most of it. Um, on occasion, there's some stuff I like. I'm more of like a hard rock. Which is kind of like an in between between like classic rock and metal, you know. It's a, it's harder, but it's not that hard, you know. I like um, rock. I love soft rock. I love yeah. just like straightforward rock. Sure, and uh, I guess what I'm saying is is the uh, sentiment of kill shit till I die is a very <laughs> common very. is a very common sentiment <laughs> in a lot of heavy metal music, and so this is very like in character for the genre so whereas a country fan might be like what the hell is this that's me i'm like what somebody else might be like this is this is the best thing i've heard all day (laughs) this is what i needed (laughs) this is this is this is this is amazing uh terry check this one out (laughs) his name's terry (laughs) Hey yo, Terry, check this one out. That was funny. Um, 
So, I, I, and the thing is, it actually makes me happy thinking when I listen to that song. Somebody else is listening to this song and having a really good time. Me? I am I'm not have, that person. I'm having an okay time. Evan is not having a good Evan time. Evan is not having a good time. <laughs> Evan um, is just sitting there listening, just like. <laughs> the thing is, for me, uh, Kill Shit Till I Die for me is more listenable than radio song just because it's not just trying to be like i'm gonna disagree it's really because at least when he's mocking country my ears can handle that (laughs) like for as bland as it might be oh so you get a break you like the breaks yeah (laughs) like when i'm listening to radio song i'm just like i know this is like a blatant mockery of like this is how we roll and stuff but like it sonically to to my ears this sounds okay i can deal with this sure and that's where we would differ i think i think i don't need the breaks maybe i think i like that kill shit till i die is as it, it takes itself seriously if that makes sense very it, yeah it I embraces it the theme bro. i'm not trying to mess with anyone listen yeah. to this <laughs> and i was like all right i don't know how to describe it i guess I, I guess it's because radio radio <laughs> song feels more like a novelty and the, yeah very much very if much. that if that makes sense and i think that that's because of that is why it feels less like i'm gonna be less inclined to listen to it more I, often, I agree with that if that I agree makes sense that. um I think Kill and Shit Till I Die is a better song than Radio Song. And I I have something to admit. But, yeah. Um, I think I've only heard Regneck's song once because yesterday I was like, I'm going to listen. I think need to hear it once. Well, yeah. Well, hold I, on. I just think it. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. So I listened to the album many, many times. And I think every time I listened to it, I like never quite got to the Redneck song. Just because of how long the album was. I was like listening to it and then I just had to do something and I never finished the album and i think i always stopped on track 16 and so yesterday for the first time i was like what is this song why do i feel like i've never heard this song and i was like oh there's a 17th track that i have never heard (laughs) and i was like it's pretty pretty not that great (laughs) yeah so the way i think of it is it's just a worse version of unapologetically country as hell yeah um that's what it is to me it's the same song just you're probably not wrong so I would say that, yeah, you're probably... I think, specifically to me, the last three songs are probably the weakest. I like I Ain't in the Country No More. Um, uh, But, I don't know. I like portions of that song. Sure. So we agree Um, there. But, all in all, this song, this song, this album, I think, is just like... I really... I'm really looking forward to getting it on vinyl, specifically because I just really want to listen to Happy. Like over and over again on oh, yeah. I mean, the, all all <laughs> things considered, this is a fantastic album. Yeah, it, it is. is, and I and I and I, I th- I feel like it should get its kudos for just, tr- like it's it's unique. It is that. This is and how it, I ended my. This is how I ended my review. I said, look, I think I think this is a fantastic album. Even if I really don't like the last few songs, I like what it represents with what you said. Just trying sure. something. Just going, just not caring about how it's going to be received. I like Full that. sending it. Exactly. Yeah. And I will say this. Hardy doing the Mockingbird and the Crow and like this, Hardy doing hard rock and metal. Um, He's not the first person to have done this. I believe 
is it Hank Williams? It's like Hank. I, I think it's Hank Williams Jr. And I'm pretty sure he's notorious for like not making as good of music as his father. Mm-hmm. And good way to be remembered. Uh, <laughs> and if I, I'm gonna look it up just to be sure, but I'll keep talking while I do that. Um, he, if I remember correctly, has made. Um, like he's attempted to make like metal country music, and it has not been good. <laughs> if I'm thinking of the right person, I could be thinking of the wrong person. <laughs> but there's somebody out there who's like the son of somebody famous, and my and one of my buddies in college showed me a bunch of it, and I was like, this is horrible. Like I don't want to listen to this, and. I'm thankful that there's some there's a good country artist that can actually make good like hard rock and metal music. Um so, yeah. Um I would probably give I'm I'll go ahead and rate it if you probably might not want to just cuz of Well, your well, my review I already have. I gave it a 7 in my review. I'm give it a seven, 7 in your review. I might be a little bit higher on it just because I'm slightly less off put by the by the rock. Um, all right, we should say metal. Uh, I'll probably do an eight. Um, I just think the thing on and honestly, my favorite parts aren't even, well, most of my favorite parts aren't on the rock side of the album. Um, except for Jack and sold out. And I really like 30 on six, but like happy wait in the truck and mockingbird and the crow are like probably the standouts um the transition i love that transition in the mockingbird and the crow i like it when songs do that switch up um surfaces has my favorite song by surfaces is called um of course i'm gonna forget what it's called uh your memory's nuts uh it's yeah i always forget things right when i want to actually know them like you know or or, like (laughs) it's so stupid i hate it um it's I know what it's called. It's uh feels the same. That song on their album Pacifico has a switch up about halfway through and it's one of my it might still be my favorite transition like ever. It's just like favorite so transitions, good. bro. You ever heard sicko mode, man? Like, have you ever <laughs> sicko mode? <laughs> I Evan, mean... we should we should go see Travis Scott live. We should go die at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you don't die at a concert, go to Hardy now, apparently. <laughs> Just be in there during Kill Shit Till I Die. You ain't making it out of it. Evan, Evan, you can't I like, say you're making Evan, it out I, of it. Evan, I like how you're implying that just because you go to a metal concert, you're going to die. Evan's just scared of meeting anyone that listens to metal. Yeah. Bro, if I'm in a room with, like, 3,000 other of these metalheads all screaming, like, Kill Shit Till I Die, Kill Shit die, Till I Die, Kill Shit Till I Die, and they're all just, ju- I, I'm, I, I'm just saying my last prayers. I'm like, it's been good, but now I go. And this is where I die. <laughs> if I lock you in a room with a bunch of psychopaths that start chanting "die," you're uh, probably thinking, I'm "That's die. not, that's not the same, though." You're implying that everyone that listens to metal is just automatically a psychopath. <laughs> I'm being harsh now, but uh, I'm gonna, cl- I'm gonna clip that. That's what, that's oh, happening. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh oh real quick before jokes. we before jokes. we like move like on to what are we listening to i want to quickly say something 
or acknowledge something. No. Um. Well, damn. <laughs> Tough. Uh. Um. Sorry, I'm typing something down for editing. Um. <coughs> um. Nickel Creek. Oh yeah. Um. Announced their fifth March eighteenth. Yeah. Very pretty. Very surprisingly soon. I was surprised. Um, I I think I've probably talked about Nickel Creek before, maybe once. Yep. Um, <laughs> I might have brought their, their our first album for what are we listening to? I actually? think you did, yeah. Um, the Lighthouse Song. Very nostalgic band for me, and they're also just really good in their own right. But they're like modern country bluegrass, mainly bluegrass. But um, Grady's also listened to them for a long time, and. They announced their fifth studio album, and the reason that that's kind of a... I don't want to say it's a big deal. I guess it's a big deal if you're a fan of what of them. Because they released, like, three albums. And, like, I think their first album was, like, 2000. And then their next one was, like, 2003. And the third one was, like, 2006. And then it was, like, nothing until 2014. So it was, like... Almost, it was eight years. And then... It's been nine years since then. So it's, like, oh... I like I was I honestly was not expecting another album. A Nickel so Creek album. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that's that's nice. Well, they beat Josh Turner to it, too, you know. So it's like, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they went they went on a much longer break than Josh Turner. They didn't even really go on a break. I think they well, still. Josh every... Turner might beat it. Who knows? <laughs> that's true. He might beat, <laughs> and he's got like still another like five years probably. So, um, just off the top of my head, but well, oh. when was Josh Turner's last? album wasn't it, it was 2017? 2017 so it's been five six years it'll be now. six years come like this because i think it came out in the summer so it'll be like six years come this yeah yeah <laughs> it's pain it's it's pain i didn't it, it's sad to think about but that's where we're at it's it's been that long march 10th 2017 Mm-hmm. A yep. little over a month away from six years with no Josh Turner album. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're just hold, you're just hold, holding that above my head, you know. Um, but anyway. We'll throw a party when he announces one. Yeah, honestly. Nickel Creek, I'm just... I, I, if this is the first you've ever heard of them, um, listen to listen to their first album, but more specifically listen to a song called The, the Lighthouse's Tale because it's... If you... You've never experienced true depression until you've listened to that song. And I stand by that. Apparently, oh, a funny thing. Um, <clears throat> me and Grady actually both posted about the album getting announced yesterday on our Instagram. And I, I think I messaged Grady about, I think I said something like, The Lighthouse, the Lighthouse's Tale was my go-to depressing song and still is to this day. And he goes, oh yeah, Ernest said the same thing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I should have known Ern was a was a Nickel Creek enjoyer. <laughs> I should have known. Man, Ernest is such a interesting guy. You know? I love Ernest. He's one of the best personalities. In the yeah, genre. SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. <laughs> sometime, you know, sometime maybe we'll be able to be on just being Ernest. You know, maybe hey, someday. We'll maybe we'll someday. Um. Um. What, what are we listening, listening to? to? Jaren, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Evan, I have a question for you. And yeah. This is a transition that's never been done for d- done before. Um, Evan? What ha what what 
hath your ears been graced with in a recent entertainment period? Per chance. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I kind of struggled because there's there's two things I wanted to bring. And so I'm going to bring two. Okay. It's actually five because one of them is four things. Oh. So, which sounds like a lot. But quickly, I want to mention this girl named Alex Artuso. A-R-T-U-S-O. She has four EPs that are just voice memo EPs, five songs each. One is love, one is nature, one is friends, and one is home. And the songs are literally just voice memos of songs about either friends, love, home, whatever. They are so good. They are so pretty. They're like my new morning music when I'm waking up. I'll like play this when I'm in the shower and stuff. So check those out because I, I, I needed to mention those. But the main thing I'm bringing has got to be uh, an album from someone I'm new to. Thank you to my Apple Music Radio, which gives me songs they think I like. Uh, it is called, I put it in my post, um, my winter post. It's the Adam Sandler picture. It is called Slowly Fades the Glimmer by Gats Zero. G-Y-A-T-S. Or like G-Yats Zero. Gatso. I don't know. I looked him up on like Instagram and stuff. I couldn't find him. I don't know who huh. this guy is. But he's a mystery. He has so he has four albums now. He has Slumber Strike from 2020, Exoskeleton from 2021. They were like alternative pop music. I'm not as big on them. But then Heartacre is like from last year, 2022. It's an indie rock album. This is the album I found. So it was recommended to me, the song uh, Wake, and I really liked it. But then there's also Skipping Stone, which I really enjoy. Um, there's one song, Spin Out, that is like comedically bad. And I'm like, wow, how did that make the album? But anyways, I went to <laughs> his page. Comedi- so, no, if you listen to the album, listen to his Heartacre album, you'll know exactly what Okay, I'm how doing. do I, um, what's his name? It's like weird. G-Y-A-T-S-0. Yats 0 Okay. And so anyways, I got that album. And then just recently, like as in like two weeks ago or like a week ago, I went to his page to check out his other music and saw that this new album, Slowly Fades the Glimmer, literally just came out on January 8th. So I checked it out and it's a folk album. And I was like, that is sick because this guy has normally just done like uh, pop, alternative, rock, and now folk. It's been a very gradual transition. Hmm. And it is so pretty. It is very wintry vibes, all the layered vocals and just very pretty. It's just his own little indie folk thing. Um, the opener is very nice. Two-car driveway is very pretty. Okay. Rig. Rig has some great writing in it. It's just like a cool album that you can get lost in very easily. Like, it is very much about the experience the entire experience over like an individual moment but like i went for like a late night winter walk with this album and it was elite vibes when it was like blizzarding out i was just driving around listening to this album mm-hmm. elite vibes again uh so please check out gats zero huh. if anyone can find him on social media or anything please send him to me i want to follow this guy because he has his his, he's consistent. I mean, he's dropped an album every single year, and his last two albums have been phenomenal, including this one, Slowly Fades the Glimmer. Like, currently, because I guess this, I mean, well, it came out in 2023, currently my favorite album of the year. Now, 
we're not even done January, but <laughs> like, but it's still it's album of the year. You heard it first. Slowly flayed, slow flayed, slowly fades the glimmer. Album of the year. Can I also just say real quick before we move on? Mm. Album cover elite. Yeah, I like it. I'm it's looking so at it. It's so basic. It's what? so basic. It's just a blurry picture of a car on the side of the road, but it's elite. Yeah, it, I mean, it do, It just looks nice. It looks like it almost looks like an old photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, which might be what it is. Um, I have a question. Which album yeah. was the really bad song on? Heartacre, 2022. And it's Spin Out, the seventh song. Okay. But I, I want, don't listen to Spin Out right now. Okay. <laughs> Instead, just go listen to the album. It's not long. It's uh-huh. just half an hour. Because you'll, you'll, I'm sure you'll, at least me, I like the indie rock vibe. It's great, and then just randomly, the seventh song is just this weird. They like forget how to sing, and it's just like what? What? There's no production on. Man's it. is man. Like, man's is just memeing. <laughs> literally, so I just downloaded the album without spin out. I just didn't download that song, wow. so I can listen straight through without it because it doesn't make any sense to me. But rest huh. of the album's great. Interesting. So, yeah, that's what I slowly fades the glimmer. That's my. We'll definitely check him to. out. Have you listened to all four of his albums? I have not listened to Exoskeleton. I listened to Slumber Strike. I like it's Slumber Strike's cover. Like very it. cool. Yeah, all his covers are very vibey. Exoskeleton I haven't checked because it's labeled as pop, and his more poppy stuff I haven't been too down with. Okay. But I'm still going to give it a try because I like the rest of his music. It's his two most recent, uh, Heartacre and Silly Fades of Glimmer, that I think are really good. Okay. So, yeah. John, All right. Can I ask you a question? Mm, uh, no, actually, you suck. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what I'm listening to because <laughs> I not what I want to because ask my opinion funny. is important, and and you need to hear it. Um, Birdie. What his opinion is? Have you heard of Birdie? What? Have I told you about Birdie before? That sounds. I'm. I don't know if I have. Um, but I grew up. And, like, when I was in middle school, I listened to her because my brother and my sister listened to her. And she started out um, kind of as this, like, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I, like, to be truthful, I don't know, like, a ton about her. But all I know is that, like, her first album was an album of covers. And the first time I ever heard Skinny Love was her version of it. And I actually think her version of Skinny Love might be more popular than the original version. Like, I think it has more streams. Um, and I'm actually going to check that real quick. Because I'm curious. And I'll actually get to the music that I'm going to talk about. So, the original version of Skinny Love has 534 million streams. And Birdie's version of Skinny Love has 701 million streams. So Holy crap, popular. how have I never heard it? Um, it's really good. Um... But Birdie is, it's hard to, hard for me to describe, like, what she is, but I think Birdie is best in her newest album. Like, I know people love, like, Harry, uh, why did I say Harry? <laughs> Taylor Swift's, um, like, <laughs> Folklore and Evermore, specifically Folklore, um, but to me, Birdie just does that vibe 
I get it's not exactly the same, but I think I just like it more. Her album Young mm-hmm. Heart, which came out two years ago, is like to me one of the best. It's kind of up there with uh, Stick Season for me, Ooh. in terms of like a like a cold, like kind of wintry vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that in some of the songs you can hear birds, like in the background, and I think that's just like a cool thing because her name's Birdie. Um, but every song on this album, I just really like, I don't know how I, it, it's hard for me. To Are like. you bringing young heart or the new one? Young heart. Oh, that's only two songs. That's only two songs. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Young yeah. heart is her newest album. Um, yeah. I love the album cover. I like that. It's just like her with a guitar and a blanket and she's like smiling behind the blanket and like, it's like all these warm colors. Um, mm-hmm. but loneliness is really good. Surrender is really good, but it's like this acoustic folky cinematic sometimes sometimes there's Mm -hmm. flowing flowing strings and like piano but they often have kind of this like energy i don't really it's she's just it's like if adele was a little bit more acoustic and less like grand i don't know if that's the best way to put it and made a better album than her last one No, no, no shade to Adele, but let, let's, let's be real. Uh, 30 was... I like 30. I didn't th- I like 30. I didn't think 30 was, like, as good as any of the other stuff she had made before, if that meant. I don't know. Maybe. Easy On Me was a fun song, but it's, like, to me, I had nothing else. I don't know. I won't get into it, but um, I just think Birdie's amazing, and she isn't, like, a small artist by any means, but I don't think anybody that really listens to country knows who she is. So, and I have, I always, this is one of those albums that a couple times a year, I will be like, oh, yeah, good, this is, this is good soup, you know, <laughs> this is good soup, and I will drink the soup up, and I will be content, and I, and I'm happy uh, every time I listen to it. It's, it's like a really good, like if you are sad and just want to like stare at the ceiling, listen to this album. If you're reading a book, listen to this album. If you're going for a run, do anything and you will be happy listening to this album. If you're going to a Hardy concert, listen to this album. <laughs> if you're trying to block out the metal heads, listen to this album. Um, I, I would com- maybe compare her a little bit to like Sarah Eagleson in the sense that I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel similarly about like. They don't sound exactly the same. Sarah Eggleston's a little bit more stripped back and, like, small scale. But I feel similarly in terms of, like, passion about them. Like, I really like them. Um, so go listen to Young Heart. It's really good. I downloaded it. Um, just get, give her give her a shot, you freaks. Um, well, you know what else we should give a shot? I should try and guess who the frick you picked this week. Who the frick is ah, this? Ah. Uda frick it! You gotta layer that clip, by the way, for the. Since we got an intro and outro, now you have to put that in now. At some point, I'll clip the soundbite, and I just have to like actually do it. <laughs> you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what: if you clip the soundbite and send it to me, it will make it into the episode. <laughs> no, no need, no need. No need. Are you just gonna play it? Why don't we do that? Why don't we start? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> oh, oh, I cut it off too early. You did. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> 
Conor McGregor, everyone. He's on the podcast. Um, and he might be coaching uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, wow. Crazy. Uh, yeah, wow, Masvidal. Ultimate Fighter. That's wild. I love that show. And that's going to be nuts. Bro, the UFC is looking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For all the, like, mm-hmm. yeah. whack stuff going on with uh-huh. the contracts yeah. and their legal negotiations uh-huh. and lawsuits sure. and whatnot, they're having yeah. a rough time, but mm-hmm. their lineup uh-huh. of events totally. is crazy. John oh, wow. That's Ryan. amazing. Got wow, that's Edward, awesome. That's awesome. I can't. Kamar Usman. <laughs> Sorry. That, <laughs> that reminded Have I told you about that? Do you know who Max Kellerman is? I've seen the video. <laughs> You've seen the video. Kamar Usman. <laughs> you showed it to me. <laughs> that, that, uh, I love that. Whenever I hear that name, that's what I think of. Anyway, Evan, we're going to do who, who the, the frick. We're going to do who the frick. Play along. Jaren's hosting it this week. <laughs> Uh, as for if in case you're new, there is going to be three clues. I will have a guess after each clue as mm-hmm. to who the frick Jaron is bringing. I will either get it or I will not. Play along at home. See if you can guess who this is. And yeah, let's go in for it. All right. First question. No. First clue. Not question. This artist hails from the great state of North Carolina. So that kind of maybe gives you an idea of... Who we're dealing with. So I know, like, Luke Holmes. But, like... And you know what? Maybe because, like... So my thought process is maybe because... Luke Holmes' album announcement. Like, maybe you've tried to be sneaky and double bluff and get a really big name. And I almost want to get it out of the way in case, like... If it is, and I don't wind up going with that. So for the sake of just getting it off my mind, I'm going to say Luke Combs. <laughs> I, I took a risk. <laughs> I, oh my I, gosh. Is it Luke Combs? Yes, it is. I took a risk and I was banking on you, like doubting yourself. <laughs> so everybody, everybody who's listening is like, Jaron, you dumb ass. <laughs> Bro. Like I wanted to risk it. Okay. But I'll go ahead and give you the rest of my clues. I also thought that you might be like, oh, but like, but like, Scotty McCreary's from there. And like, so is like Eric Church. And like, and and I thought, and so I thought you well, might. that's the thing. That's the thing. So I started thinking, I started thinking Eric Church too. But I was like, just with what's been going on, sure. I was going to say, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely someone's first time listening. And they're hearing and they're the like, and they're like, bro, what is that segment? <laughs> they're like, what? Well, here, well, I want to see if... What were your other clues? Yeah, yeah, I'll hit you with the other clues. <laughs> I thought... You on... should have saved that for last, Yeah, baby. Yeah, you're, uh, you're right. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, so and I'm going to be honest, that was a big oversight on my part. Because as, like, right after I, re- <laughs> right after I read it, I was like, oh, shoot. I probably should have, like... I probably should have saved that one or like not used that so one. So since Luke's on the front of everyone's mind. I know, I know. It's <laughs> fine. Um like I said, I took a gamble. Okay, so the other I thought this one was pretty good. I thought that this might kind of be, make you think that they were older. So yeah, I probably should have led with this one. Um the clue was this artist has been nominated for two Grammy Awards and has won Entertainer of the Year twice at the CMAs. So like that could have maybe been that does narrow it down, though. That like, could, I would yeah. have started thinking. That could have maybe been, like, Garth Brooks or something, because he's won the award, like, a million That's times. That's fair. That's fair. And yeah. other people have won it more than once, too. 
third what was the third clue? Um <laughs> I should have led with this one. And I should have had the Grammy one be middle, and then I should have had the North Carolina one be last. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. The last clue was uh, his middle name is Albert. <laughs> that. Did you hear oh, me? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I. So I. I knew. So I knew that, but I don't know if I heard that. I would connect it. Sure. Up. Sure. So. You should have. You should have completely flipped the. Order. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I. I think. I think the issue was I was rushing to get this ready and i just like got the things i was like oh that's a good clue i want that i want that and i want that and i just kind of like threw them on and i didn't think about the order which and i usually do think about the order l jaren and it it, it, l jaren today i fully admit but i included the albert funny though i included the albert clip or not clip uh hint because i just think the name albert is funny like who (laughs) who like who's naming their kid out yeah like come on like that's like pretty redneck <laughs> like like that's that's pretty down there that's pretty like low that's a, that's a pretty low bar of like maybe let's maybe let's <laughs> there's not... an albert listening like hey yo jaren what <laughs> hey, all the alberts are catching strays right now <laughs> ain't, your last, ain't your middle name edmund Okay, that's a cool n- middle name, though. You know, I've had so many girls be like, Jaren, your middle name is so hot. Let me kiss you. And I'll be like, honey, slow your roll. Okay, baby, like, this isn't this isn't an all-you-can-eat buffet. This is, a, this is like, high-class, high-rolling... High no, 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 get out of here. Yeah, no, that's not how, that's not how Edmund... That's not how Jaren Edmund Pike rolls. That ain't how Edmund rolls. Yeah, uh-huh. Look, my, I share a name... With a character from the Chronicles of Narnia. So, how about you just maybe, like, shut up, okay? Just, just, <laughs> just, just shut up, okay? Did you, eat, did you eat Turkish Delight with the White Witch? No. No, you didn't. You didn't. Edmund did. You know? <laughs> That's your alter ego now. Uh-huh. It's like your Chris Gaines, Edmund. <laughs> I always thought, every now and then, I'll have, like, the... It's like an intrusive thought. I'll be like... I'll just be doing nothing in particular... And I'll I'll be like, I could have gone by Eddie. <laughs> like and like that happens. Like um like it happens. I know people like that. A few times people. a year, I'll be like, what if I just started going by Eddie? Just like, hey yo Ed, hey Eddie, you know? I feel like I feel like Eddie's kind of a cool name, you know? Simple. Maybe we should classy. go with it. New year, new you. I, I, here, what's your middle name? Thomas. Thomas? We'll be Tom and Eddie. We sound Yo, so that's British. Crazy. We sound so that's British. Crazy. <laughs> you sound like a law firm. Kind of goes hard, Tom and Eddie. What if we just started calling each other? Like, it, it'll be an inside joke. Every now and then we'll just whip out the Tom and Eddie, and the people who've heard this pot, this episode will, no, will the know. The insiders what we're know. The yeah. insiders know. Like, what, like, sometimes when we can't acknowledge it, I'll be like, Eddie? No, no, sorry. I'll be like, Tom? What are you listening to? Or I'll, or, Eddie, or I'll just call you, ask. or I'll just call you Tom. And, like, we can't, we can't acknowledge it. Like, we'll just be, like, we talking about an album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like, like that. It. Yeah. Well, All right. signing off, uh, Tom yeah. and Eddie. This has been Tom and Eddie. Um, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Waves on the Shore. If you feel inclined, leave a comment and a review. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us both on Instagram, at the Waves on the Shore, and at our personal accounts, at the Overshore and at Jeb Watts.